Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons toward your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Because shopping at Kroger, whether in-store or online, is easy. And saving money is even easier with the Kroger app. So get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Forever. Dog. Did your parents fight when you were when you were a kid? All the time. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? But Did I mean, like in front of you, like <laughs> oh yeah, like how how oh. was like how were was it screaming matches? Was it passive aggressiveness? Was it? There's no know. such thing as passive aggressiveness. Like Koreans are very direct. They either just say what they mean or not. Like they don't get sarcasm. So it's all very direct, and it was a lot of screaming, for sure. More so my mom at my dad because my dad's like very calm, like even person. My mom's like the nutcase who like freaks out over anything. So it's usually very one directional. But yes, a lot of screaming. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I had that. I think I don't think I had like my. It was me and my mom for a while, but then my stepfather came. I don't think. I heard them yell. I think mm-hmm. if they ever yelled, I would get loud. So I don't, I don't think we, I don't think they ever, I think my parents are really good about, at least my family as a whole, is that I think they're very good about being mad and then oh. going to finish it somewhere else. Now, whether they're screaming in like bedrooms or when everybody's asleep, um, I think I caught my uncle and my aunt doing it once when they thought everybody was asleep, but like, they just let that shit bubble. Right. And, then, <laughs> and I guess that was... But they would like hush scream then because everyone's sleeping or... Like, I don't know. The thing is, I just never knew. I knew, like, shit would be unresolved. And then, like, every now and then, you would see someone spark up, and then it would calm down, and then it would be resolved. Like, I don't, I just don't Kat, know what happened. Um, Kat said that, like, she literally yeah. did, when when they started making the um, the paper airplane, she was like, I did that. Like, she did that specific <laughs> thing? Specifically really? that. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. She, and I was no. like, well, wow, that's such a crazy specific. Uh, my mom... And I didn't have, my dad wasn't around, but my mom had a boyfriend that she would fight with, but it always happened at his place. So if it ever happened, I would like hear about it after the fact or like she would come so home. You, but not in front of you. But never in front. No. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I was like, I don't know if everybody, uh. I, yeah, I, my parents definitely fought in front of me, but not, not to the extent that I've seen other parents, like friends' parents fight. I think you know what it is it's like it's one thing for your parents to fight in front of you it's another thing for your parents to fight in front of your friends yeah that's like a that feels like another that's <laughs> definitely like another, another level. Oh, for that's sure. like another level like, because, like once like, outsiders are there involved there's like a front you need to the family feels like they need to keep up but if it's just a family at least my family anything went so no there was right. no hiding fights in front of me and my sister okay yeah Same. No, I wasn't sure, but okay. See, uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know if I was in the Minari. 
Well. I'm, I'm at least in camp for sure. <laughs> wait, uh, wait. Are you just no. not going to do it right? Is that, I'm is that... deeply upset <laughs> at the... <laughs> You know, wait, time wait, out. I, no, I, time out. No, and, and got what Ray I was saying. Had I was this just... planned the whole time. Like, no, Ray I'm set just... up the question. <laughs> what are you talking about? Ray set up the question. I just question wasn't of... sure. I wanted to know if other people were with me or, for, or if I was in the Minari. You know damn well you're misusing this word. <laughs> I'm not saying, do you know what the word is? Like, I feel like. This might Wait, be disrespectful. Like, I don't know. Bray, Bray trying to pass like, I don't as know like who a, could do uh, this. an old, like, Southern grandma. Mine, I'm a Minari. You know, no, I'm saying, I, I, no, I'm not trying to say minority. I'm, I'm saying in the minority because it's no, because it, it's something that it's something that everybody. Are you? Oh, in? Are you doesn't matter if you're. A, doesn't matter if you're you poor, it? if you're rich. It, Wait, no, we just we almost helped you. Like literally, I thought you were actually gonna. No, you tried to help. No, you tried to say that I was in the minority. See, look, I'm in the minority. Am I in the minority or am I in the minority? No, are you in the actual (laughs) damn? Fifty-fifty. So I don't know. I'm so mad. All right, maybe um, maybe we should start the show. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump In, Hollywood. Hollywood City! Wonderful, wonderful Minari. I'm just not how they sing it. Wait, but did you make it into a soul song? Like, why is it... It's like Coming to America 2 means... Yes, yes, (laughs) yes, yes! This coming to America version is. What happened was I couldn't remember the actual tune, so I was like, "Let me just go. For <laughs> Let me just go for a complete interpolation of how it went." Let you me know, just, like this is, this is my own thing. Let me add soul you know. to it. It don't matter. It don't matter. <laughs> oh Lord! Uh, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, you need to know that uh, this voice that you're probably going to be agreeing with because. I'm just going to be spouting opinions that just make a lot of sense. Uh, that, that that voice is Jonathan Braylock. You realize you couldn't get it out because that shit sounds so silly. <laughs> like, that sounds, I mean, my God, the relatable voice and frustrated voice you're listening to right now is that of Gerard Milligan. And for those of you in the Minari who don't know who I am, <laughs> I'm James the Third. Why do you sound like... Why you sound like the grandma from Nutty Professor? <laughs> that's, 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 that's who's saying it. That's the person who... <laughs> they say one word wrong all the time and, you, and nobody corrects. <laughs> well, bye, you got it. Yo, if Dennis did a flow. But, um, guys... Oh, wait, hold on. We have a special Okay, hold on, hold on. ...in hold on. the Zoom studio today. Those are drums... If you didn't know. Don't describe my drums. It's <laughs> Amory you, everyone. Give Hi. it up. Thank you. Thanks thank for you having for me. Oh, Thanks very for coming. Yes. Thank you so much uh, for coming on this podcast. Uh, Amory is an incredible comedian. We actually go way back to the way pit back. days. Mm-hmm. Slap fight the sketch Slap team. Slap fight. Oh, my wow. gosh. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Uh, wow. <laughs> that's, that's a deep cut. Wow. It's a deep cut. <laughs> it's I a hope deep there are cut. people that are listening are like, oh shit, slap fight? Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> I was dead. I remember that. I remember them niggas. Oh uh, <laughs> man. <laughs> but uh, we are reviewing the film Minari today, which is up for a bunch of Oscars. It is nominated for Best Picture, I believe. It is. It is. Um, right? I I don't know I don't know it, the, it, it better is, be I don't know if <laughs> no, what the wait so which are, one was it that it was like Golden a storm Globes, film but not best film and niggas. then everyone went crazy that oh, was okay. the Golden Globes that okay. was the Golden Globes and we could talk they about that they do that every year don't they um, like they 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 stay doing this and they have some weird <laughs> like you have to it, a certain amount of it has to be yeah. in uh, English or in English yeah yeah and they right that's got a lot of shit apparently they keep getting it because the Golden Globes don't care about minorities bruh. I mean, they don't. They don't care James about the Minari. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I love that you're running with magic. Both um, uh, <laughs> of you guys should kill that joke. <laughs> I can't help it. We are a film review podcast. We review films of leading black actors, uh, but occasionally we review films of uh, people of color in general. Because that's what the world that's what is. That's what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and people of color striving to get ahead. <laughs> that's what the All right. So that's what we talk about, damn it. I don't know why I got aggressive. I was just trying to back you up. Um, and we have Anne-Marie on uh, to uh, uh, give us a, some wonderful insight into her own kind of experience with this film. But let us just uh, say that this movie has a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, like I said, it is nominated for Best Picture. Uh, let me Steven. see how many nominees this this film has. Also, 98% they, is too low. What's the, the first? Um, <laughs> um, uh, Asian male actor for best actor, which is crazy because Oscar's been around for what ninety three years, yeah, like <laughs> almost a hundred years. Yeah, that's um, right. Okay, it's nominated for six Oscars. Yes, Stephen Yun is uh, nominated for best uh, lead actor. It's also nominated for best uh, directing. Uh, Lee Isaac Chung, who also wrote the film, uh, and he's also nominated for best original screenplay. And then we also have best performance uh, by an actress in a supporting role. Um, I'm not actually sure how to pronounce her name. Yahang Yoon? That okay. was my... So that's the grandma, right? She was... Yep. Awesome. I can't wait to talk about this. I, I have great. I have my theories. Phenomenal, yeah. And, and also Best Achievement oh, really? for score. Listen, I have my score. theory how they're oh, going to split the Oscars. I feel <laughs> like... Whatever. I think I think they're going to get Best Picture and the director from um, No Man's Land, she will get Best Director. That's why I think the split will go. Right, um, yeah. The film is about... Um, a Korean family that has recently moved from California to Arkansas, basically for the dad's dream of kind of owning his own land and, and I guess owning a farm and being his own businessman. And it's just their struggles kind of getting accustomed to this new state that they're living in. The little son has uh, a health problem that we talk about. And eventually the grandma, um, comes to live with them as well. Um, yeah, that's a, it's it's uh, it actually is I mean, a it's, very it's, American story. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like, it's Absolutely. Literally the most American story there can be. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Initial thoughts. Do you want to start in? Sure. Um, I will start very controversially. I admittedly, I wasn't it wasn't that high on my list of things to see. I wasn't that interested in seeing it. Like, I wasn't right. not going to see it, but I was like, man, this of all things. Like, I saw No Man Land before. I saw a bunch of other things. Did and- you stay awake the whole time <laughs> during No Man's Land? 
that's interesting that you saw Nomad's Land. That that was that Nomad's Land on your on high on your list of things to see. It wasn't until uh, she's the Chloe started winning all these awards, and got, and got I it. love Frances McDormand, and, and and also everyone's talking about all the sweeping landscapes and beauty, which of right. course Minari has too. And I was like, okay. Let me see this. And yes. I have Hulu, uh, so it was easier for me to see. Um, and now oh, yeah, I had to wait true. to get my screener. So, um, And then you guys asked me for this podcast, and I was like, you know what? This is going to be the kick in the butt for me to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Like, I'm going to see it now that. because of this podcast. Thank you <laughs> so much. Take it. So, um, and then I have two Korean-American friends separate who didn't really care for it. So I went and into it. And you knew that it. before you watched it? Yes. Okay. Yes. So also kind of in the, in the back of my mind, another reason being like, well, I'm not in a rush to see Minari. Right. So then I guess thinking about that, I have low expectations going into this film and I watched it and I freaking loved it. I think it's be so beautiful. And I, like you said, John, earlier, like yeah. um, childhood, there's so much evocation of childhood for me in it, even though I'm from like a suburb in, outside of New York City. So right. um I think that was part of why I did, wasn't interested in seeing it. I was like, this is not my story at all. And I'm not even necessarily looking for a movie to tell my specific story, but this, I don't know that I'm going to relate to, yada, yada. So, right. but it was, it was stunning, beautiful. I loved it. Yeah. That's so interesting. I, um, I can go next. I, I thought that here, I, we've talked about this before, like Oscar film, like films that, get nominated for Oscars usually know that they're going to be nominated for Oscars. And so that's kind of like a genre of movie in and of itself is like the Oscar bait films. And here's the thing. A lot of them usually are pretty good. Um, uh, but it's not a genre that I am always excited to see. So like, I guess I'm with you in that sense. Like I heard about it and I was like, yeah, I'm sure it's good. I, but I was in no rush to see it. Uh, I was also in no rush to see it. No, I still haven't seen Nomad's Land. Uh, Nomadland. Is that how you, I don't know. There's no, there's no uh, possessiveness in there. It's just Nomadland, right? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the, this podcast is the reason that I've seen a lot of those movies this year. Um, but I'm glad of that because I also thought this movie was incredible. And I don't know, sometimes I think it's just like, you have to be in the right mood to watch things. Like that's what it hits you in whatever way for whatever reason, I was definitely in the right mood to watch this. I loved everything about it. I really thought the screenplay was very good. Like there was a couple of different lines that really stood out to me that I was like, this line makes 100% sense in this scene. And yet it is clearly talking about the theme of the film. <laughs> like for instance, with the snake, when the grandma's like, no, 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 don't throw rocks at it. You don't want it to mm -hmm. hide. It's better when it's not hidden. It's better when it's out in the open. That way you can like deal with it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. well, damn. So good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, All knowing okay. grandma. <laughs> um, the grandma character was absolutely incredible. Uh, mm -hmm. I didn't have a grandma like that, but I loved yeah. her. <laughs> um, and I was like, that's so funny. Like this, uh, the, even the idea of like what a real grandma is. I mean, there was just so much stuff that, even if it wasn't your exact experience, it, it felt so relatable. And I guess because it was just so human, you know. And yes, this was a Korean-American family with a very specific story. Like, clearly not all <laughs> Korean-Americans grow up on a farm or, like, have this kind of, you know, experience. 
but everybody knows what it is to feel like an outsider. Like that one character who's, who is the farmhand help helps them out. Like, I mean, that, that was such a great character. I don't know. I, I mean, I think I liked literally every part of this movie. I, I, I really have nothing bad to say about him. The acting was absolutely incredible overall. And I, I'll be honest, like, I, I've seen all, I've seen, I, I need to see Nomadland. I've seen a lot of the other films, not animated for, I have to see Sound of Metal too. But I think this probably is my front runner for best picture. I don't like, <laughs> I don't know. You know, I like that. I like, I like Trial of the Chicago 7. Finally saw a Promising Young Woman. I liked that movie too. But I think this, I, I don't know, this would be the front runner for me. So anyway, that's me. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I'll just say, really quickly like i loved this movie i thought it was fantastic um i often have like hesitant since we're since we're talking about that specifically i often have hesitance to see like um you know like oscar type films and often uh you know um just don't want to feel things (laughs) is the reason (laughs) um uh and i i really felt connected to this and 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 loved the journey i thought the acting was was fantastic and also like loved the storytelling um across the board a lot of stuff like (laughs) shocked me about like that oh i didn't expect you know it to be like this but one one of the things that that threw me the most was when steve's like go get the stick (laughs) go and like pick out like a switch to to get hit and like i had to do i my mom wasn't wasn't really like that but but uh people in my family were yeah and so i i have had to go and like pick out a a stick and like i i I don't know why it threw me so much but it was like oh i wasn't expecting to see this it it feels like a black it feels like a like an african-american totally yeah because like my mom had a rod that she would use on me when i was very bad but i didn't have to go pick it like she had her rod that she (laughs) went to you know so but i have friends who were telling me that in their childhood they had to go out into the back and get their oh, own wow. stick. And okay. I was like, oh. See, that's what's so cool because, uh, you know, it is, to me, that's not even a black thing. Like, if you grew up at least somewhere near the South, I've seen white kids, like, who God, grew up the they had to do it. Okay. Like, I had to do it. It's like, that oh. was the beauty of the movie was like, this is rural America. Like, you right. know what right. I mean? Yeah. Uh, but go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, I did just that, that for me and then i loved i i absolutely loved that there and i don't even know if this was intentional but i loved that there was like the the seemingly lo- i mean i know there was the friend of the son who we saw but like the lone like main white character was like kind of like a a mystical like kind of babbling white guy which like it just felt like a reverse of the tropes that we see from asian people right. 100%. Mm-hmm. and i loved that and like he was like scary at first cat and i were like nervous but then like after a while mm-hmm. as it just became like no he just he just you know he obviously has gone he's a vet and like has gone through things and like mm-hmm. he now behaves a certain way i just loved it seemed like a, a spin on a trope loved that absolutely the movie was great i can't wait to go into it in more detail yeah man i'm piggybacking on all y'all i thought it was great i I was nervous though so i feel like every time we review a korean film with subtitles i don't like it and i was like i can't 
I'm like, please don't let me have another movie I don't like with subtitles. I still get death threats from now, like in Parasite. The old, <laughs> that was the only other one we reviewed. Oh, man. I, I said <laughs> I every time. I was like, listen, what other Korean subtitles listen, films have we I got reviewed? so many, like, legit, like, DMs. For not liking Parasite. just upset. And I was like, I, st- I still don't like it. Um, but anyway, so this <laughs> movie, I was, like, very nervous getting into it. But honestly, I thought it was very cool because race is a part of it. But what their experiences. Their difficulty isn't about their race. It's about just their family and trying to live what they think is the American dream and keep the family together. Um, I thought that was so, so well done. Like, yeah, when they go to the all white church, you kind of see the difference between races. Like the white girl, can I speak Chinese to you or whatever the hell? And like, it's just saying racist (laughs) stuff. Um, I actually, I watched this with Rachel and she's a middle (laughs) child who kind of had to, had like she had a, a brother who um, lived with a disability, and so I kept saying throughout the movie, "It's like I don't know the daughter, I don't know the daughter." And she's like, "Honestly, as a middle kid, you wouldn't like when the mom sits on the floor and is like, I feel sorry for you because you have to, you have to look out for the parents. You're looking out for your grandma, and you've always looked out for your brother. Like we don't know who she is because a lot of times you wouldn't." <laughs> and so I thought that was very interesting. And also, I mean, this felt. I don't know, man. This felt so American. Like watching this movie, I kept thinking every time I go visit my parents in the South, I'm like, I just, I get so confused on why hatred is so deep. Cause I'm like, when you go to some of these areas, it is like white farmers living down the street from a black farmer, living down the street from a Korean farmer. And it's like, everyone is living the same kind of rural life with the same amount of money, living the same shit. But at the end of the day, people keep trying to like I'm still better than you. Even though I'm getting the same supplies you're getting, we're going through the same shit. We're still trying to find water. Literally, that stick and trying to find water. I remember growing up and my grandmother had chickens. And I remember she hired some dude who I thought was crazy who was just in her back farm area just with a stick. I'm like, how you finding water with a stick? It's so... I remember like... Also, me and my grandmother not get along. That's a real thing. Though. I know. It's I mean, I knew real. it was a real thing from the movie, but the, the fact that, that you're saying it's so a real funny. thing is crazy. <laughs> Are you seeing it? And it's like you just trust that the person, like you can get swindled, but also there are people who whatever. And then him like fucking with his grandma and not liking her. I was like, I get this. <laughs> like, I, except for his grandma was so lovable. I was like, I wish I had this woman. Like this yeah. is like at least if I'm a grandparent, I got to be like this woman. Like it's just got to be. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm 100% in on this movie. I agree. I think this is the front runner. Like, I do like um, Sound of Metal a lot, but I think all of the cast of this movie is so perfect and the story is so well done. I am very upset that Han, um, the actress who plays the mother, hasn't been getting the same amount of attention as everyone else. And I do want to talk about that because I think she was the person that my girlfriend and I argued about the most because I guess I related to Steven a lot and trying to like get things going and like when he finally sold something I was super excited so when they had the argument I was like what's happening my girlfriend got pissed that I didn't understand <laughs> why was she still mad I was like I get it but like he finally he sold the thing uh, so <laughs> I can't wait I can't wait that was a perfect also they bit sorry nothing he built suspense like again like James I was scared when that white dude offered to help I had no clue what the ha- was about to happen with this white guy at no point and then when he's doing a farm and the and the and the guys like this is dead land like I have tried to grow things on, um, quote unquote dead land. I might I've never seen someone do it. So the fact that like this character was able to do that is also an achievement. Um. So yeah, uh, yeah. I can't wait. This is this is 
Give it all the flowers, y'all. All the flowers. And Gerard, Der- I'm with you too with with um, Yeri. I'm not, not saying her name correctly. If it's that's wrong, I'm sorry. But Yeri Han, when she, throughout the whole movie, I was like, wow, she's incredible. Yeah, she really and is. I, I was like, I can't believe, like, I mean, yes, Steve, I love him. Like, yes, exalt him, but we don't have to only <laughs> yeah, talk yeah. about how great yeah. Well, he. I mean, him. Look at this it, woman doing this. I, it's not, I am it's not, shocked. He, it's not like. Well, I mean, actually, I guess it, I don't know. I don't understand. I have a theory. The politics get... of Oscar nominations, but I. I feel like it's less about him and more about who the best actresses are, you or best. Yeah. Let's look at yeah. it. Yeah. Like Let's look at yeah. it. Well, it's also one of those things. It's more about. It's more the. It's it's more the fact that they were they would be both considered probably supporting unless they push their for best actress in a leading role. Yeah. Um, but if they're both supporting, then they, then movies are usually like, well, we got to pick one unless both people are famous. Um, you right. know what I mean? Right. Um, it's like one of those, it's one of those things, but um, I agree. Like she was absolutely I- incredible and had probably the harder part because she had a lot more layers to her character and Stephen Young was like I mean like did an excellent job but like his motivation was the dude is full of pride he wants to do this thing he, he realizes he's wrong but he can't give it up like it's like kind of it's kind of it go ahead draw I said now my theory is like watching watching her in this movie made me think about sometimes when we talk about like Amandala or or a black actress who plays, I think, a part that feels like what white people expect black people to act like. And in this movie, she was very quiet at certain points, very stoic, but then like would have emotional parts. And for some reason, I'm like, I feel like when people see this type of acting from um, an Asian actress, they assume, just like they assume with a black woman, like, oh, this isn't her doing too much. It's like, this is what they do. And it's like, every time I watch this movie, I was like, she is doing so much work. Like there is... The scene in um, like the like later on when she they go to the doctor from the moment they're in the car, from the moment she sees him come in with the produce in the doctor's room to the moment they have that conversation uh, uh, in the hallway to the moment they're at the car. Like she is going through so many emotions and she is doing it with a very steady face. Like I feel like sometimes we watch American actors or like, you know, particularly like some white actors. She would have been in that hall room, I mean, hallway. Ah, how could you do like screaming? But like she still was still in pain, and I feel like that stuff doesn't get rewarded. And I don't think, I don't think people relate to that that well. I think like again, just like when I watch like all these black actresses have these parts, and it's like, oh, she's playing this. Black people do that thing. It's just, it sucks because I think she should have gotten a lot more credit than she did. I think this movie's really good. And it just—I feel like she's getting shortchanged. I, I really, really right. do. Um, Would you have put her in supporting or leading? I mean, to me, like her, she is in more of this movie to me than Stephen is. <laughs> like, like because Stephen, I even said at one point, um, I'm surprised. What did I say? What did I say there? I was like, oh, he's not in it as much as I thought he was. And she's like, no, it's perfect because we get to see the boy, the grandmother, and then we get to deal with the mom. And I was like, true, but how they were bigging him up, I thought like the movie rested on his shoulders. Um, I think I would put her in supporting to give her a better chance of winning, but I do think she is a lead. I would have put her in leading 
if it were me, but I'm I always do this wrong. <laughs> but I would put I would have put her in leading so that so that we can also nominate uh the grandma for for supporting uh, yeah, and yeah. have them not be competing with each yeah. other. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. But and but so, again, so- I, I always do this wrong. I know that it's better to just like try to set everybody up to just <laughs> take it and not and not be worried about all of the like politics of it all. But yeah. They That's probably, what I would have done. I would have done leaning for both of them and then and then supporting for the for their grandma. They probably did then don't you think they probably did put her up for leading and then it just didn't. So the so what what wound up getting for the Oscars was Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Andrew Day for the United States first Billy Holiday, Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman, which I haven't seen. Francis oh, yeah, McDormand seen. for Nomad Land, and then Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. Yeah. I get it. But it's <laughs> always, I mean, there's always going to be somebody snub, but you're right. I mean, she was great. Go ahead. I saw Pieces of a Woman, which honestly, Vanessa deserves it. Like, that opening okay. is rough. Uh, saw Promising Young Woman, which I like a lot. I do think, though, if Promising Young Woman starred a woman of color, that actress would not be nominated right now. I don't hmm. even think, I don't think if that movie starred or was written by a person of color, we'd be talking about it as much as we do right now. But I do think because it's by two very popular white women, I think like, again, it is really good. But I'm like, if, if let that movie would have been like by a Latina woman. All right. And it's like, instead of Britney Spears, it's Daddy Yankee, a pit bull in the goddamn um, story they're singing to. No one's giving two shits. And hence, if we need to have an example why no one cares, look at case in point, Michaela. Like, it's like, I don't think people would care if that was a woman of color. And so I do think she could have been nominated in this category. But I do think Honestly, Hollywood has I'd, a I'd also nominate Alan for supporting actor. The, the little boy? The little David. boy? Yeah, was, yes, was, yes. He was Honestly. very good. He's he very was great. Good. Yeah. Everybody yes. in this movie was good, to be honest. Everyone was really good. Yeah. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day and up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. And look, guys, I know you're like me. Sometimes unexpected instances come up where you need a little extra cash. I know for me, we I got two dogs. Every now and then, one of these dogs eats something that they're not supposed to eat. <laughs> they be pooping, uh, you know, doing yeah, something. And I'm like, it. we got to take this dog to the vet. And the vet's like, you got to give me my money. And I'm like, goodness gracious. Well, that's why you got something like earning because you can make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Jump Under Podcast, subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See Earning.com slash T-O-S for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC.
Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we, are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast, Smartless, on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road, ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartless! Don't miss our new series, Smartless on the Road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. So, you open Google Chrome on your phone, you're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with. When you're supposed to be working. But this site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl, though. Sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I- I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It starts with them just <laughs> coming, <laughs> coming to... I don't know what this house is. <laughs> oh, my grandma had it's a trailer. I was like, it's a, it's a trailer. It's on wheels, right? It's a, it's a tra- I, so I, I, it's, <laughs> it's not usually on wheels. They're on, my grandma had one of these. It's on bricks, and it's usually on bricks um, to help with flooding. Um, this, right. this is so random. So, but yeah, we still have her trailer, uh, which resembles this right. this place. <laughs> it looks yeah. like two trailers oh. together. No, it's like, it, you can get them. It, it, it was is, just one, one long. Yeah, one. I think people sometimes think of like trailers. They think of like the ones on RVs. wheels you can drive. But yeah, 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 yeah. That, you're right. When when that she got in the about. house and said, "It just keeps getting worse." <laughs> <laughs> Even the opening is why I also think she should have been nominated for lead because you're the immediate viewpoint is like she sets the tone immediately, being yeah, like, yeah. "What the like, f is this that we're yes. starting? Like, what is our life now? What yes. you know?" Oh. Yes. And he you moves them us, from, California from California to the Ozarks. To <laughs> they went from California Arkansas? to the Ozark. And it's like, why did you do this to this Wait, family? Can I also say that I've watched like six episodes of the Ozarks. And uh, this this movie is the first time that I understood that Ozark was in Arkansas. I didn't same. know that. Same. Um, <laughs> is that that the same isn't it also in Missouri, though? It is. Oh, is oh, it more okay. than one Ozark? Is it? This is crazy. I have no clue. So I know Jennifer I Lawrence's movie. It's a, a region. Weird, yeah, it's, there's a weird point where a bunch of states meet, and I think the Ozarks kind of uh, geographically span a couple of states. I think. No, you're right. Um, Melissa comes in with the facts. Uh, it's a region because I, I remember watching um, Winter's Bone with Jennifer got Lawrence, it, and that it. was in the Ozarks as, as well. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> she's. They're looking at this place. The dad is all about it, and it it seems like everybody else is like. 
what is this? <laughs> like, it, yeah. it doesn't even have stairs. Like, he has to lift up the children to get into yeah. the Do they house. ever get stairs? I don't remember. I think that's a really good question. I don't I remember do. either. I think they do. I think they do. At what point? Because the boy, point, little boy, like, runs out of the house. At yeah. Oh, point. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At what point okay. the son goes, where to put this? And the mom goes, don't worry. We're, like, don't unpack We're anything. Not We're not staying. <laughs> We're not staying. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is great. Yo, this is but great. also, how did he purchase that without her even knowing like what it looked like? <laughs> like, well, I understand this was before the internet, really. Yeah. Right? Because this was set in like the 80s. 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 Yeah. Uh, I mean, but it's, still, it's like it's like there wasn't a picture. Like <laughs> I mean, is he had to have sold this to her because I mean, for man, I feel like I'm always defending him. Like, he says at one point, you know. I was looking at chicken, sex, sexing chickens mm-hmm. um, for 10 years. So it seemed like Which, he saved up all that money. But yeah. also, I felt so bad at the beginning because she has every right to be mad because they would have more money, but he had to help out the rest of his family. And it's like, I relate to that to such an extent where I'm like, I have to save money for when my parents like need it. And it's like, she's like, I get you had to do it. But like we we don't have it now. Like we right. would not be suffering this much if you took care of this. She even says which family to him. Like in this opening, the first five minutes mm-hmm. are great. Yeah. Like she even says which really family. Is. I was like, God. Woof, woof, man. It's a it's a rough one. Also, um, like the way we the way that it comes. This is just making me think of something that happens later. This is skipping pretty far ahead but the way that we learned that he's been siphoning water just from the oh house my god. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. my god the fact oh, that, that it's like funny. after the fact that we find out that he was doing he puts so much into this farm that scene when he goes and he removes the lit and it's it's said county water yeah so right. i was like at first i thought he was like stealing that's what water i thought too that someone he was else. that's right yeah right yeah i that's thought he was thought stealing too. water from someone else and i was like oh this dude's about to get caught Right. But then, yeah, then we find out that he was <laughs> I knew just he was. taking their own water and then, like, couldn't pay for it because it's, like, so expensive to, like, right. water a farm with, like, your house bill water. <laughs> like that. I couldn't even imagine what those bills must be like. And it's crazy because when you have those tanks, uh, it's still your well on your property, but somehow the government makes you pay. So it's like when he was digging the hole himself, when he's like, don't. What, did he, what does he say? Uh, don't pay for what you can do yourself. Right. Like, he's like, we he, use our minds. We're going to just yeah. drink this water ourselves. Yeah. Because the guy comes at the beginning to do it. The thing is, I don't think he is so smart. You know, like, because he is so smart and crafty, this whole movie. Like, instead of hiring this water whisperer, whatever the hell they call him, he somehow figures out how to do it. Stin has to pay to get it infiltrated. And like everything he's doing throughout this whole process is something that is so hard to do as a farmer. And I'm like, I was scared. I didn't think anything was going to grow at one point. I thought like racists were going to come and like mess up the farm at one point. I just didn't know. That's so bad that these, like this family is just trying to exist. But because of America, we're all like, when are the white people going to do something to really mess with this family? Literally, (laughs) when the white helper comes, like you, I was just 100% like, this is set up for like major racism, like hardcore, like, oh God, I'm buckling up. Like, this is going to be bad. And then it's not. (laughs) I'm like, oh. Even when he was like, I was in Korea, I was like, oh no. Oh no. (laughs) Not good. I don't know. I was was coming. 
I knew that was coming though when he was like when he was like, No, these are Korean fruits. I was like, This dude fall in Korea. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I already knew. I was like, this dude definitely fall in Korea. Um Yeah. I mean, it's it's very clear up top that they that, that the wife doesn't want to be here. He's the other thing too is that she he she goes, um, so it's not a garden, it's a farm. Which I was like, wait, yeah. did he not tell her? And he says, he says, garden farm is the farm, same thing. It's the same thing. Right. It's like, no, it, no, no it it's is not, certainly bro. not. No, it's not. Uh, a farm is very different than a garden. <laughs> it is a lot bigger. Yes, and a, requires a lot more work. <laughs> it's insane that he literally was going to run his own farm with just himself and one hired worker. That the I, worker had to beg him to take him on. Like, yeah, he wasn't like, so going was to take him do? on. If he's just going to do it all himself. Yeah. And he still and has I, another job. Sexing yeah. so, chickens. Sexing the chickens. I identify with this part of him a lot. Sexing chickens. Was just like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, the sexing chickens. Because I've had, I've had to do that. And you can't tell. It's tough to tell. You gotta James, dip them. stop this. You gotta, <laughs> stop this. You gotta look at their butts real good. <laughs> no, but that he he poured his whole self into like this one idea. He put everything into this, but everything. like was gonna do it all by himself for sincerely no re. Like he just didn't even he didn't even want to open. I mean, yes, he probably he wouldn't be. Able, it's hard to afford hands and et cetera, et cetera. Yes. But like he. Also was just like, this is my responsibility. I have to do this. When he says to his wife, like, and if it doesn't work, y'all can just leave me. <laughs> like, yeah, was like, that was intense. That felt so real. But like he just, he, you know, and it's like, don't say that to your wife. She don't want to hear that. She want to be with you. <laughs> she want, she want y'all to be together and you to be living for each other. Not, not this. I have to save everybody's nonsense. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Also, what I loved in the opening, and it's gonna, it's gonna then jump to the end, is that uh, if you remember, he goes, "Hey guys, we're here for the like for the first night. Let's all sleep together as a family on the floor." Mm-hmm. And they don't do it till the end, which I thought yeah. was a very wonderful, brilliant callback. Mm-hmm. But also a tiny little thing that I'll probably get crucified because my Korean is not very good. The little boy goes, "I don't want to." Is the translation in the sub in the subtitle? But what the little boy says in Korean is, "I hate that idea." I. <laughs> I hate it. And they actually say it a few times in the movie, but it never translates in the subtitles, which I find fascinating. Right. So um, I thought that, but I love the idea that he was like, let's sleep on the floor as a family together at first night and like, no one wants to do it. And then they don't do it till the very end. Yo, the boy said, I hate that idea. And then when his grandma showed up, shat on his grandma. The whole movie, <laughs> That is so, that, that, the the amount of sass that this little this boy, little boy. dude. I mean, but also it's it's interesting because Steven's character goes to what he says throughout this movie in different ways. Like, um, we came to America to like to discover each other or something with each other. He says to the to wife to save each other to save each other. Yeah, right. and I'm like to me like that was like a, a big theme in the whole movie until he kind of gets lost on his way. And I will say, as a dude who often gets lost, it took me a while to understand where. The confusion happened because I was like, at the end of the day, I was like, my man did it. He's not getting the support he needs. He's not getting the support. He needs. I mean, it happened. Well, here's here's my here's my here's, I know what you're talking about, and the the, the thing is, and maybe this is also because we didn't fully understand what the wife wanted outside of the family. Like it, it seemed like her intentions were very pure, which great. Um, but also, there's probably something a little bit there missing, like. 
every human being wants something, right? A little bit more than just like whatever the status quo is. I, she wanted to go back to California. She was like, I was happy in California. Yeah. And it was like, it was, and he wanted to go here because he had this dream. He he wanted to own something. He didn't want to just be working at this job. Like he kept mm-hmm. saying that. And she couldn't work in California. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And and then and then she they she could work here. At least that's what she said. I, yeah, like, because when, she was too slow for California. She was too but, slow. but fast enough for Arkansas. That's right. right. Yeah, right, right. So I didn't know if she had a job or not in California. You know what I mean? Um, and so that was like the one. It does seem like he's just doing this dream that he's all in for and she doesn't really care about like at all. Like she doesn't really care about owning her own land and she doesn't care about like making more money necessarily outside of like just providing for what they need. So I I didn't know exactly what what she would have cared for or if she wasn't wasn't listening to the fact that he didn't want to work the job that he was working and he had to for them. You know, so there is some sort of compromise that has to be made there. You know what I mean? Like if he's providing for the family money wise through work and he hates his job, like, well, that's not good for the family either. It's not good for him to like hate the place that he works because he's going to be miserable and bring that home. But also it just felt like he took them here and like used his kind of male privilege and patriarchal powers to like bring them to a place that he had no intention of sharing any many of the any of the details of what was happening until they got there and was kind of like just let me do this and stop talking yeah it seemed like he did it on his own not even discussing it i mean the fact that she didn't know it was a goddamn farm is insane like (laughs) like from california to arkansas and like your family does not know Arkansas. you're there like that's insane like she even says i'm so mad if my dad moved our family from New York to Arkansas. <laughs> there was also the added sting of like, of like when he, once he tried to sell the produce that he, Ugh. that he grew, everybody got their produce from California anyway. Like it was almost like he that was moved funny. here and they were like, yeah, no, California. That's where we get our, and it makes that, no yeah. sense because it was closer. He was literally three hours away. Like it, it should have been cheaper for everybody. Uh, but wait, before we even get that far, um, back towards the beginning a little bit. Like, it was interesting because, again, at the beginning in this first scene, we we, we see the mom, we realize the son has a, a heart murmur. And so I thought, honestly, I was expecting, like, my girl. I was like, man, if this little boy dies in this movie, I'm done. I'm done. Like, I'm not finishing it. I'm done. Like, I want no parts. A, another great line. He says, I'm going to live in this house until I die. Which, yes, the, in, the in mom, like, the oh. first or second scene. And you're just like, okay, well... That was that was a that was a trick foreshadowing for yeah. sure. Yeah. It was I like, was like uh, JK. Dick <laughs> he was too cute, man. And he was an asshole. I was like, I was ready to hate this little boy because he was such an asshole to everybody. <laughs> like he never stopped being an asshole. That's the beauty He's of this kind of truth. <laughs> like, even towards the end, like he does help grandma and dad, but he's still like an asshole. Yo, even grandma, when she's on the bed. Grandma, what's like? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, but when she like oh, when she's back funny. from the hospital and is on the bed, he still goes, "I hate you." Like he he still blames her for everything. Like no matter what. Anyway, we can. Um, 
Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. We're a, jumping around he's a, a lot. He's a four-year-old kid. Right? I know. I know. It, but <laughs> it's funny because when they first, when um, the dad and mom first go into the chicken factory, I thought, I thought he was Which, like going to be the new boss or something like that. The way the guy was introducing him, I was like, oh, cool. He's, he's got just, this random job. Oh, but another anyway, worker. Yeah, yeah, when he was just another worker, but like the legendary fast worker, I was like, oh no, this is sad. Because my mom, my mom and my aunts, my mom is like 75. Don't tell her I told you. And my aunts are like 78, 79. They grew up in the South and they grew up picking cotton. Like they grew up um, picking cotton. A lot of their elders pick cotton. So I can't, it's hard for me to imagine how that must feel to be an adult providing for your family doing like that kind of manual labor. You know, it, like that feels different than, you know, working like even on a car plant, but like to physically have to pick and like look at something that feels mundane day in and day out. That had to eat away at both of them. Like I, I get the dad. I'm sorry. Like I yeah. get him, man. It's just like that. Oh, speaking of Ugh. lines that stood out when they're working at the factory and the kids are there because like they don't have anybody to watch their kids, and then the boy's like bored, and so the dad's like, "Oh, I can take a break. Let's go outside." And they're outside, and he looks up. There's black smoke coming from like a chip, like this huge smokestack, and he's like, "What's that?" And he's like, "Yeah, the." That's where they discard the males. And he's like, what does discard mean? <laughs> goes, yeah. Oh, well, the males don't taste very good and they can't lay eggs. So they don't really have any use. We got to make sure we have use. And I was like, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like what a br- like it just plainly stating the culture of like you know, capitalism in America of just like, mm-hmm. if you don't have use, we will discard you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So make sure you have some use or you are going to be thrown into a fire. <laughs> See, but I think that's the beauty of the film, but also the frustration I feel like I have with this movie as well. Because I feel like this movie is so relatable just to the baseline American life. But the mere fact that like, even a lot of buzz about it right now, even though it's, you know, being nominated for so many things, it's being nominated as this, like, for me, it feels like a other type of story where I've seen so many movies about white people from this place coming to America, immigrating to America and trying to have this American dream. And like, it's an American dream movie. Whereas like now in this movie, they're like, ah, that's, that's a foreign film. It's not, that's not really us. You know, even though the guy who wrote it is American, the lead is American, the production company is American, and we are literally talking about how a family is trying to succeed here in America, and all of us are like, we can relate to this movie, and it's it's just it just makes me frustrated because it's like it almost feels like if you're a person of color, your origin story here in America will always be other and not yeah. American. Yeah, Kat and I also were, we were like, we were like, oh, the mom's coming. When the mom was coming, we were both like, she's going to hate everything, too. Like, we, we, were same, like same. we were ready for her to, like, come in and, like, be like, I hate everything. They also like, said that when grandma comes, they always fight. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, right. is grandma, like, hate the dad? Like, yeah, same, same. Yeah. yeah. But it was and a it felt like that even <laughs> yeah. and that that felt like we're going to go against your expectations for <laughs> for mm-hmm. for a a Korean mother <laughs> coming into mm-hmm. this movie, you know, who a, a, a movie that already has been steeped in like the judgments people <laughs> have for mm-hmm. each other, you know, oh, that was great. And she was so yeah. loving immediately. Like yeah. when she like 
Well, she immediately shows up. She's super loving. And it's funny because who sets up that the grandmother may be a problem is David, the little boy. And so we see the mom interact with the grandma, but then we also see David interact with her immediately. And the grandma keeps trying to give him gifts, but he doesn't want anything. And then she does a thing that I don't know if any of your grandparents or any elders have done this to you guys. Like, people would always bite stuff for me as a kid. Like, I didn't have teeth and, like, hand me the thing. I'm like, bro, like, it was just in your mouth. It was, I don't want this. And, like, looking at David have this experience, I was like, yes! Yes, brother! Like, this is nasty! Don't I also don't you bird me! Don't you bird yeah. feed me! Don't you I also was scared of my grandparents when I was a kid. I was gonna say, oh, I related to that hard. I was very scared of my weird elders that I didn't really know. Like, and th- they make it clear in the movie that David's the only one who's never met the grandma yet. Yeah. So he was like, clearly like very weirded out by her, yeah. which I could relate to. Cause I was very weirded out by my elders that I didn't know very well for sure. Yeah. And he kept same. saying she wasn't a real grandma. Like, I think he, I, I'm confused. I think I missed what he said a real grandma was supposed to be. I just remember baked he kept cookies. saying she wasn't one. Yeah. Baked cookies. A real <laughs> grandma, baked cookies, doesn't curse. And, uh, doesn't wear men's underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, doesn't wear men's underwear? <laughs> yeah. yeah, That's hilarious. Also, I love that she like uh, watched wrestling. I was like, this grandma oh, is awesome. Yeah, she, she watched wrestling, and then the second they were playing cards, she was like cursing the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> like, in your face, in it. your you face. You little bastard. <laughs> also, before they played cards, the line was, because she's like, can you, can you cook? And she said, no. I can't cook. And he was like, can you bake cookies? And she was like, can you bake cookies? <laughs> and, then, and then he was like, what can you do? And she was like, oh. And then they play cards. Yeah. And I was like, what she could do is play this like gambling card game. <laughs> yeah, hustle everybody. And they have this recurring joke, which I somehow, I don't know why I recognized it, but Rachel didn't at first. And then she was like, how come you didn't tell me? When they kept saying, um, um, the daughter comes in and pours a glass of Mountain Dew, and she describes like, "Yeah, this is this mountain water that water says, from the mountain, water, water from the mountain that makes like it's supposed to be really good for you." And I was like, "Oh, what is it?" And then you get like a quick shot at a Mountain Dew glass, and so the grandma throughout the rest of the movie keeps trying to drink Mountain Dew. <laughs> I was like, "This is so random." Was so is that specific? a lie that they told that kid? Like, who <laughs> told to that kid that? <laughs> <laughs> Like I sort like of related new... to it in that I didn't think it was like water from a mountain, but like when I was growing up, we were all like, "Okay, Coke's bad for you because it's caffeinated." But like for some reason, Mountain Dew wasn't bad. And then like <laughs> I quickly learned in the high school that it's very bad. It's worse it's, than Coke. It's the worst I mean, one for it's you. The it's the worst like, one. It's the but worst. I didn't. So my family funny. didn't know that, so like I you was allowed was to drink good. it. So yeah, same I here. Yeah. Because the commercials, like, at least we were growing up, the commercials were so awesome. It was like people on fucking mountains. Like, it was all <laughs> X game type shit. And yeah, they were like, the skateboards right. and stuff. Yeah, that's Get what I was going to say. Like, what it, you know, it, it's, I mean, one, it's called Mountain Dew. So she could just have <laughs> just thought it was, yeah, mountain water. It is mountain water. But then, isn't that how, I thought that was like how it was marketed. Like, oh, was it? I don't, I don't, let me yeah, look. Isn't I'm that look how it was? I don't know. That, Dude, must have been where they got, that makes sense. That's where they got the idea then. I just know that Tessa has made fun of me for uh, the fact that when we first met, I felt like Chipotle was healthy. Um, I did. So wait, is it not? Is it not? I, I, yeah, right? It still is, right? Um, and, I, and, also, and also when I was growing up, like corn was healthy. Like it was like mm. corn yeah. is a vegetable. Yeah. And now I'm like, wait, <laughs> 
corn is a bad healthy for you. Yeah. It does nothing. It does nothing. But it, I was like, I was being swindled this whole time. Totally. <laughs> Out here eating corn and mashed potatoes thinking I was eating my vegetables for the night and it was just two different starches. <laughs> That's messed Ooh. up. Um, oh man, this is but, great. Yeah, mind? yeah. The gra- the grandma was incredible. She um, and then she like takes them out to the woods at some point, and this is where we hear learn about Minari and uh, how it's um a plant that is like a celery, I guess. Yeah, the, uh, I, I, the American translation is water celery. I actually yeah. never heard of it before, but I guess you just chop. It's like a seasoning, right? You chop it up and you put it. And in you can, soup She says and, you put it in kimchi, right? I think that's what kimchi she says. in a lot of stews. Um, it's okay. not something that is like a pre- prevalent vegetable that you eat on its own, but yeah, you put mm-hmm. it in a lot of things for flavoring. I thought Got it was cool. It, yeah. about to say I had break. to look it up because I was like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, just that she, yeah, just that she said something about the fact that like it's easy to plant. And it grows, rap- right? uh, it it grows rapidly. Yeah. So, mm. like, everybody uses it. If you're poor or if you're rich, everybody, like, everybody has access to Minari. Right. I thought what was so cool, too, even about this sequence, is I think this is the first time we see the grandmother treat David like a kid. So I think at this point, the mom, dad, and sister all kind of shelter him. It's like, because they're in fear of his heart um, murmur. Like right. That's why they kept, said, "Don't run." Don't and run. Don't I, run. Don't I run. didn't connect it. I didn't mm-hmm. connect it. I thought it was just because you know, parents will always tell children, like, "Don't run," just like because like it's dangerous. But it was actually because this kid's heart, right? Yeah, yeah. And so like this point, like the daughter's like, "I'm not going down there. Don't go down there." And then like he's, "I'm going," and he hops down like in the woods by the water with the grandma. And then you kind of see these the sequences of like you know when they bring back the water at one point. Like he's doing physical things, which I thought was like um, very cool because I think you always forget that like if you're dealing or living with somebody with a disability, like sometimes they just want to try it. You know what I mean? I feel like we all sometimes if you're able-bodied overprotect and it's like, yo, you can just let them do it. Like he, she even says he's stronger than such and such when he was his age. Totally. And he's, like, and he's now like, you know. Well, and then yeah. jumping forward, you learn that his heart is getting better. Yeah, so right, she actually exactly. gave him the opportunity to try and get stronger mm-hmm. and it was working, right? Mm-hmm. So wait, can I ask a question? When when they go to man, I was scared, man. This is so crazy. When they go to the church, because I think at one point oh, the man, mom we was like, How come this church? How come they don't have a Korean church? And then she says, um, a lot of a lot of the Koreans who flee the cities basically like at the end of the day, like <laughs> flee the church as well. So they go to this white church, man. My parents made me do this once. Like when you go to like a church, we went to my grandmother's church and it was like a kind of a white church and they make you stand up and you like the token black family there. Oof. And it's so awkward. And then like... No, and, wait, did they not make people stand be, up in your church, Jura? To be they fair, did, but I went to an all black church. So to me, it was right. when we went to the South and it was like, we were the right. Northerners visiting in the in the white church. It was almost like this was so relatable. Everyone tried to like be welcoming, but almost welcoming based on stereotypes. So like yeah. the kids would ask me about like hip hop. Like you play bat, like you've been in New York, you play basketball in New York. It was like, I just remember that feeling of like, no man, I fucking read comics and watch Batman. Like don't <laughs> talk to me. I was like, I was just, uh, but what were you about to say? Brain sorry. <laughs> well, I was going to say, were these kids, first of all, were these kids asking you that or, or it was the kids. It was like, I, yeah, I really yeah, don't exactly, deal with the kids. Yeah. I, don't, I really don't deal uh, with the kids. So right. I don't know what my parents' um, experience. And I was going to say that, you know, it is this, typical thing in churches uh to welcome you know guests right like there are i went to a church that at some times would be like 
if you're new, like, please stand. And then, like, we'll give you a round of applause, you know. But it's so awkward when it's such a small church and, like, you're clearly new because you're the only (laughs) Korean people in this church. And they, like, literally, like, all just are staring at Like, if you're new, please stand. And then everyone just is, like, turning towards them. I was like, oh, man, this this is awful. And then this little girl... Go, oh my god, this little girl being like, can I say some words oh. and then oh my god. you tell me if I've said something in Korean? And at first I was like, what is she saying? Oh, and I then knew she was just like, I was like, it's bad. Uh. I think she said something like chimichanga at one point. Like uh. chimichu, chimichanga. <laughs> she literally and was, went ching chong ding dong chimichanga. Yeah, I mean, it was just and then all she did. the offensive. That's what she did. Ching like, chong oh. ding dong chimichanga chu. I was like, Oh my god! <laughs> and then, but the sister literally was just like standing there just. and taking it. And then at one point, was like, "Oh, that you kind of said that word, yeah, accidentally." And, yeah, and that's her face the whole time. It's just like, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, there you yeah. go, yeah, you did it. Oh, and she's like, "Oh, that's awesome." <laughs> it's like, what is awesome about that? The little white boy says, "Why is your face flat?" Yeah, uh, that's what he. That's his opening line, and then David goes, "It's not." Like I was like, "What?" I, yeah, I understand. Do you remember like, experiencing oh, this subtle, this not so subtle racism <laughs> as a kid? God, did you grow up man. in a white, a white, uh, like a white suburb? Yeah, yeah. I did, but we we yeah. had a Korean church, so and it was a very oh, typical yeah, Korean. Korean church. So like mm. I, uh, I mean, I won't say luckily because believe me, there are a lot of funny awkward quirks about a Korean church, let me tell you. But um, I didn't have the, uh, the the being the out foreigner outsiders of a white church myself. Right. Um, right. But like, I found those, I mean, I found that scene very necessary and I love the point of it and I love, ex- and it very quickly and very uh, succinctly was like, the little girl's going to be racist say all these Ching Chong stuff. The boy's going to be like, why is her face flat? Even the two women to the mom is like, you're so cute. Like, oh my uh. God, I just can't. You're so cute. I also face value found it a little farcical and forced just to be like, we need to get out these three very blatant racist things that are happening to them. But I do get the point of it too. I just wanted to say mm. that I, I, it took me out a little bit. Cause I'm like, okay, like I can, as opposed to just being on the journey, I was like, I see the point of this scene. Um, but I also see the point of the scene. So. Right. Well, I think it was like, it felt like for me, yeah. it felt like they had, they had to, they wanted to compact that all in one yeah. scene and yeah. it not be some recurring thing. Totally. But it would feel false if they never showed that. Cause it's 100%. like, I'm sorry. Like if you're a Korean family in Arkansas, like you're going to have experienced racism at some point. Like totally. there's no way you didn't. Right. Totally. So like, it was just like this little, this kind of, but what I did like, I will say is that the fact that that little boy who was like, why is your fl- face flat? And then the kid is like, it's not. And then he was like, Okay. All right, okay. Yeah. What's your name? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and followed him and around. That? And then the kid. And then he wanted to be friends. And I was like, "See, that's children, right? Because children, it's like one. We are we are different in terms of physical appearance, right? Every like people have different physical appearances. And for children, when they are seeing something new, they always ask questions because they're curious. They're like, "Wait, why is this not like that? I'm used to this. This right. is a new thing." So it's like, why, why do you look like that? And then the kid just going, I look normal. That's what children do. They go, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, moving okay, on. Great. Yeah. Uh, moving that's on. Right. And then that's that. You know what I mean? It's the, 
it's society that then puts something else on top of on top of the differences or makes meaning out of the differences like the, the you know this just reminded me what you're talking about reminded me of the kid that cat babysits for was making a once upon a time when the world was open was making a <laughs> we avatar of me <laughs> he was making and like did the whole thing there was like a standard, whatever the standard skin tone was that was there. It might have been like a, a peach or something, whatever the like default is. I mean, was was there. But he does. He did my hair. He did my glasses. He did everything. And then he was like done, but like never changed <laughs> skin, like never changed it. And his parents were like, do you want to? <laughs> is there anything else? You <laughs> He's like, what do you see? Like, look at James and then look at the oh. and like he, he literally never it never it never crossed his mind. Right, because he was actually colorblind. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. No, that's great. That's freaking I'm, awesome. I love oh that kid man. immediately. No, that's Points awesome. That kid. That's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I could totally relate to that girl when she's being spat at all this like racist. Because if that were me, that's what I would have done. Like, I just would have sat there and like, because you don't want to be rude. You're right. You don't want to be Ugh, mean. You don't want to be rude. That sucks. <laughs> but you're also like rolling your eyes. Like, you don't want to you know, be rude to the racist. Like, yes. I know, God forbid, because but that would have oh, I re- that resonated because like that would have been me as a child, hardcore. And I'd be like, oh, right. okay, I'm gonna try like that. And then of course the girl's like super proud, the white girl's super proud of herself. You're just like look, eh, probably ran home to her mom. Look, I know, I know Korean words. I know Korean now. I totally know yeah. Korean now. I did love the grandmother. Yo, this is yo, man. This grandma was too real. My grandmother used to do this. Like the dude, she was clack clocking the dude. This is the second time going back. He's so fat. <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> That was funny. That was so funny. She Yo. also like it's funny. You call her you you were like, she's so sweet, but she was throwing digs like left and right. She told little David that he had a broken penis. <laughs> yeah. He was like, it's not a penis, it's a dig. <laughs> <laughs> That was you know, and she, and then, took, she took the money out of the tithing place. Yeah, she, like, oh. yeah, yes. she took the money. And then, oh, right. And there was another part where she's like, oh, you pretty boy. And he was like, I'm not pretty. I'm good looking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but also, when David first oh, meets his God, friend, was... I thought this part, this part made me laugh so much. When, like, uh, they're still at church and the white boy is like, you know, ask him, can you come over? He's like, can I come over? And she's like, why not? And, and grandma goes, Broken penis. That's the only word she says in English. <laughs> broken penis. Oh, yeah. Broken. Broken penis. Bit, yeah. I was like, why yeah, is yeah. it? Why is she saying it? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, she, she's I understood, on David I understood why. Yeah. D- David. David had a. Nah, man. He had a reason to nah, have man. some beef. Wait, I was wondering, like, why? I know it was only one bed, but I was like, at first. Was it the grandma's choice to sleep on the floor or was it because there wasn't no bed? I didn't know if like they would have made David sleep on the floor and gave grandma the bed because she was on the floor until mm-hmm. she got sick, right? I'll yeah. bet grandma was like, I love sleeping on the floor. It's fun. She called everything that was crazy that they had to do fun. <laughs> like, well, so, so for for me, I, I found it funny that like David was the only one who didn't want this grandma to come. And of course, they're like, well, we're putting her in your room. Yes. And he's like, why? And then they're like, there's no argument. You're, she's going in your room. Um, but elderly Koreans enjoy like you don't there aren't back in the day that they didn't have beds or no mm. mattresses. Like you had things called like the dummies, which are like kind of like thicker blankets mm-hmm. and you just put them on the floor and, and that's what you slept on. Mm. And like that bamboo pillow thing really took me back to, because it's a very Korean, it's 
really hard and really freaking uncomfortable, but that's what they all use. Mm. And um, so I assume oh, that wow. that's like what she knows uh, and what she uses. So that's why she did that. I thought it was. I was like, I was like, I'm pretty sure she's choosing to sleep on the floor. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Oh, I did, really quickly, I did want to say it wasn't a thing in the movie, but it struck an extra chord with me when David runs to his mom being like, hey, can I have his, this my new white friend? He wants to like, he's inviting me over to a sleepover. Can I do a sleepover? The mom's like, what? It resonated to me because growing up, I don't know about you guys, but sleepovers were a very white American thing. And to Koreans, let alone any other like immigrant friends that I had, like, why would you go sleep at a stranger's house? It's like such a crazy concept <laughs> yeah. to anyone who's not a white American. So, and I remember just having like, cra- like it was a big deal for me because I really wanted to. And my mom was like, absolutely, that's insane. Like, why would I let you sleep at a stranger's house? Like, where your family, like you come home. So, I mean, it wasn't a thing in the movie, but I just remember him running over oh. being like, sleepover. And the mom's like, no, like, yeah. absolutely not. Right. They also no, just that, met that yeah. kid. I mean, that just sleepover was running user to me, but... That's the third thing you go, you going to say to me is sleep over at my house. <laughs> I don't know weird. you. Mm-hmm. But Bray, what about the dude? What you want to talk about? With, 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 uh, what's that actor's well, name? Yeah, yeah I just loved this character. Will Patton, um, that's his name. Uh, and, yeah. oh wait, what's the... Oh, Will, Will Patton, that's the I know actor. him from... Kat and I couldn't yeah, get over how we we would swear, if with, without looking, you know, we would swear that every movie Will Patton has been in, he's had to wear a three-piece suit like he's always been fully buttoned up. He's been some kind of government official. So we thought that this was such a departure. I don't well, know how true. I remember that him is, in Gone to 60 it just Seconds. Felt like he was a crook. He was he was like the crook in that. Um, the one who was still the one okay. in charge who got Nicolas Cage. Why am I talking about Gone to 60 Seconds? Braylock, as you were. <laughs> he was also he was also in Armageddon. Anyway, he's been in a lot of movies. Uh yes, but no, Armageddon. I mean I first of all, I thought he did a great job. Like this Definitely. was a great Mm-hmm. you know role and it was just so f- and i mean to james's point earlier it was so fun to see this type of role reversal because it was like it was like yeah this is the kooky american like you know like religious man who like clearly has all these demons like uh, from his past mm-hmm. probably from the war if not something else after even too he needs a job like he does. He's clearly very poor and he's very desperate for a job. But he also like you're like, oh, this dude has like a kind heart. Like he's not he's kind of like he feels harmless, especially the more you got to know him. But he's also like you're you're kind of creeped out by him because he's he's a, a weirdo. Like, and yeah. it's like <laughs> you know, but it's funny because it's coming from this point of view like there it's coming from their point of view. And I think that you will have like he's just the weird white guy, right? Like, I just loved this character and, like, what he brought to the oh, movie. I, did I totally agree. So I love that, like, you're set, the, the scene is set up to be like, oh, God, here comes this, the natural racism scene that you're going to get. And then, just to James's point, it's a total role reversal. In general, I love that, like, the white people were the ones that were the weird ones in yeah. this movie overall, which is phenomenal. Because, like, John, like you said, like, in general, the one-off Korean immigrant family in Arkansas, they're going to be the weird ones. Like, that's what it's going to be. But that's not what we, that's not what was shown to us, which I love, because it's through their own lens. And I also love, like you said, like, he's this crazy, kooky, weird, like, exorcist guy, but... He has, he's so well-intentioned. He genuinely cares about them. Later, when they invite him over to dinner and she's, the mom's like, you're our first guest. And he's, like, happily eating the food. He's like, don't take the kimchi away from me when, like, 
all Koreans always assume that white people can't handle the kimchi. Like, take it. Like, we don't want to offend you. And he's like, no, mm-hmm. I like it. Like, it's so great. Yeah, also, I thought it was something so interesting where, like, when I was growing up, I used to go to this church and, like, I always used to think, like, um, like the pastor's kids and, like, the, the deacon's kids were always, like, to me, the rudest people to other folks. And, like, oh, yeah. watching watching um, him do his Sunday, as he says, his church, when he's walking down the street um, um, with the cross and later on in the movie... Literally carrying his cross. Yeah, and that's something, like... I remember, like, we used to have this person in our church who who always caught the Holy Ghost, you know, that, that that was, that was her thing. And it, it, it would take her a minute to get out of it. You know what I mean? So she may come off as a little, a little kooky, a little crazy. Like it would, it would take her a minute. Like sometimes even after church, there would be people around her, like calming her down outside. You know what I mean? And like the kids would make fun of her. And when you see the bus go by, when you see the bus go by, on the white, kids, the in white the kids are like giving him the finger on the bus. Yeah. And they're like, these are like, these, these are the church kids making fun of this dude. And I thought about the first time that, um, Steven and his family saw him like, again, Steven isn't super religious, but the reaction that his family gives is drastically different. Even at one point, the grandma, <laughs> the grandma goes like, look at his muscles or something like that. Like, com- <laughs> like compliments the dude. And I'm like, that it's something also I thought that was so minute, so short of a scene and moment. But I'm like, that is something that I can completely relate to. I mean, even my aunts and them do it right now. Like they, like they still judge people so fucking quick. And it's like, yo, what the hell? And like, you saw it in that movie and it's like, ah, yes. Um, but yes. anyway, cause he was so nice. Like right. he did seem crazy. I thought at one point, if he didn't get this job, he was going to like condemn them when he was giving Steven tips on, um, how to separate how to plant, how to plant. I yeah. was like, yo, is he going to be wrong? Like, is Steve? Yeah. Like, oh, I told I him. I was, like, I was like, please, man. 100%. He had to trust them. A lot of this movie is about trust too, because yes. And I was kind of trying to think about, I was trying to think about this, like, because I think it's really easy for mostly women to look at Steve Young's character and be like, this dude sucks. And he, he does. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> You're not, not wrong in that sense. Um, but I was like, what is it about, like, and this is ge- and generally speaking, of course, but what is it about men that they get so fixated, they can get so fixated on this thing and, like, basically do what the, the huge kind of conflict is comes to, which is he essentially chooses his work over, over his family, his family. right? Yeah. And it's like, he was like, well, I have to do this thing. And, like, the whole thing you could see like he doesn't he doesn't want to he doesn't want to pay this guy for the well he doesn't want to pay he he barely wanted the farm hand he kind of allowed it just because mm-hmm. the guy like had yeah, been to korea and had him, some yeah. like old korean war money and, and pretty and much so, begged him he was pretty right, much like, and, him. and you know he's like he's very distrusting of like of basically every everybody in the movie and it's like right when you have a thing when you feel like there's so much pressure and responsibility on you you feel like anything mm-hmm. that happens that might screw that up uh, is still going to be your fault, right? So, mm-hmm. like, if that guy swindled him, he would be like, "Well, that's my fault." Like, and America sets us up like this. I talk about this all the time. Like, I we I just leased the car, and it was like when you lease a car, they tell you like you have to go to a bunch of different dealerships. You have to like ask them mm-hmm. what their quote is. You have to like act like you're ready to leave. You have to do all this just to get like a decent price, right? Or like there's like horror stories about going to mechanics and like making sure like it's we live in a society that tells people 
you need to mm-hmm. make sure you don't get mm-hmm. cheated out of something. And if you do get cheated out of something, it's, on you. it's, your, it's on you. You're, it's your fault somebody cheated you out of something. We, ha- like, we elected a president who is a, was infamous for cheating people out of their money for the jobs that they worked on his buildings and contract work. And he bragged about the fact that he did like tax loopholes, right? Because he was just like, he was like, well, I'm smart because of that. And, it, and it's funny because, like, I mean, I think people made fun of him specifically for mm-hmm. it as opposed. But it was like, but this is the culture. Like, of course, he thinks he's smart for that because we reward people who are like, yeah, like this person was able to get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> cheat their way out of his. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. This they, they were able to find this shortcut. And also everybody else, like it's your job to find the shortcuts and your job to know when somebody's cheating you. So. In that sense, I kind of understood him being like, feeling like he had to do it. And also he was proving something for himself, like he could provide in in a way that he felt like he wasn't doing. It was also like his own uh, thing too. Go ahead, Gene. Well, just in line with what you're talking about, one of the, one of the other things that he was that he was, I guess, sacrificing was being close. They weren't close to a hospital. They were like, we're an mm-hmm. hour yeah, away from the, right. from the hospital. What if something That's happens to, to David? David? But he also was feeling like they, he said, one of the lines he says later is, they have to see me succeed at something. Like they have right. to yeah. see me yeah. succeed at something. Yeah. And like, it, it's such a, because of course he doesn't want David to die, like, or because they're an hour away or or something. But he's also like, but the pressure of like being a failure as as a father, as a man, it, it was so great that he was willing to risk that. It's wild. totally. And then also to John, your point about trust, when the first Korean vendor bails on him, he's so upset, right? I mean, of, of course, right. as he should be and as I would be and anyone would be. But like to, to your point about the trust, like he had to trust that this vendor was going to purchase this product and then the vendor right. bailed. And 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 their fellow like Koreans, you'd think there'd be a camaraderie. So he, you know, his burst of anger was really like, you just stuck a knife in my yeah. back. Like, what the hell? So. Right. Right. And that answers Draw's earlier question too before about like, well, yeah, why would they get it from California? This is so so much closer. It should It should be a little cheaper and better produce. But this other person's probably been getting it from California. And they're like, well, I don't know who this person yeah. is. I don't trust right. them yet. So Whatever, I'm just going yeah. to go stick with the thing that I oh. know, you know. this. Um, but it's so hard because she's dealing with the fact that he doesn't, he's not, he doesn't care about her. Like even that, even when they, before they go to church and she, and he was like, oh, you're probably pretty lonely here. And she's like, yeah, what's making you say that now? Like, obviously yeah. I'm lonely. Yeah. <laughs> like she gave him a look like, Oh, you talking about this now? Now you're talking about because at first at one point he brings it up before and he's like, "Oh, you look happy." Is it because grandma's on the way? And then the next time he talks to her again, and I think that's a big thing. Like they do genuinely stop talking at one point unless it's about like the money or something family related. Um, yeah. And yeah, when he says it, I'm like, okay, cool. The dude's trying, but then you're right. Like I'm not gonna lie, it was very hard for me to understand his fault because I was like. My man is trying, goddammit. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, he's trying. He finally sold the thing when he wasn't gonna be able to. I was like, he did it. I was like, he did it. He accomplished it. <laughs> so funny. I really wish I could have watched this with you. Like, seeing how... <laughs> it, it, how it was a problem. Because I didn't even realize my excitement for him selling 
Well, I was excited for him selling that thing. And I looked at Rachel and she was immediately mad. I was like, what's wrong? He did it. I literally screamed, he did it. <laughs> and then she was like, you don't get it. And it became a whole problem. And I was like, okay, okay, I get it. Yeah, well, Kat and I actually missed, because when he, I think when he first makes the sale, it's after we hear that the... Uh, the doctor's appointment where we hear that he like did that that mm-hmm, David mm-hmm. is doing mm-hmm. better, Son's right? Doing better. But Cat and I, Cat and I missed specifically what happened here. Did he drop them off and then go to try to make another sale, or was it that? And this is what I thought it was: was that he was like gonna bring he was gonna bring the stuff Close inside, in. right? Uh, the wife was like, "Don't do that. Leave it. Just leave it in the car." He does but then like spend so much time like fumbling with it that he misses yeah, so, the whole <laughs> appointment and that is what but you know what i mean i couldn't tell if it was like that he actually left and did another appointment while he and then and then no. came in late you know what i mean no what happened was he was going to bring it in because it was such a hot day he didn't want the produce yeah. to wilt because he wanted it was a sample to then make the sale right and she's like are you insane like you're bringing vegetables into a hot like just leave it in the car and he's like all right fine then i guess i have to move my car to the inside garage so it's not okay as hot. so that was what so, took long and then yes, and then yes. he goes to do that and then Basically, brings the it anyway, and then okay. he brings it in anyway because that's how important it is to him. I, yeah, exactly. I, I was, I see, I was, I was on his side, man. I was like, look, man, I've had to pick <laughs> tomatoes and shit. It will start yeah, stinking. You can't get, yeah, like, you can't get a wilty, stinky tomato, especially if you're trying to make the sale. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. tr- at the end of the day, him bringing it in don't make a difference with anything. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Like, it doesn't. It but to James's doesn't. point, if he's missing his son's appointment for this. It's another. All the news had been delivered, but, and but then he, he was like, "How? But, how was it?" But, like, I, <laughs> but the problem was, he would have been there because he was walking in with the damn thing. But she's like, "You can't bring it in." So he had to like try to do like, "I can't find parking," so he brings it anyway. If he would have just walked in like he planned on, he would have been in there. He would have sat it in the back but, like and he also, did the whole they time. They just ran tests. He was he was still there for the actual. Yeah, the diagnosis and everything. Yeah, that's true. The diagnosis. He would have been there the whole time if you just like it didn't make a difference. It wasn't actually again, but whenever, uh, uh, (laughs) as I know personally, (laughs) whenever uh, an argument about something somewhat small is happening and it's really big, it it has nothing to do with the action. Nobody, the argument had nothing to do with whether or not he should or shouldn't be able to bring in a a, a cart of produce into into the hospital. It's It's had nothing to do with that. (laughs) Uh, No, it's just so funny to me to think, because in the next scene, when when he's making the sale and they keep doing the cuts to to the wife looking at him like in my mind i'm like she is about to eviscerate him but i love this i love that for jarrah he was like <laughs> yo i was so invested <laughs> like no like low-key i was so invested in him because again for me the whole time i was nervous something bad was going to happen to this farm and then he was going to either like lose all the money people were going to do racist stuff to them like I was so sad when he couldn't sell it to the Korean people. So when he did sell it, even though they were cutting to her, I was oblivious. I was like, <laughs> literally, I screamed. I, he did it, and then when she was like, "Kids, go over there," and he was like, "Did you guys see it?" She's so she's so shocked. She doesn't know what to say. Like I'm like, I know she's mad, but he did it. Like we good. <laughs> <laughs> and yo, the whole time Rachel's festering, fucking festering. And it's like, you lucky this wasn't real life, but I see where your drop off is. I was like, I get it now, but damn. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, 
Yeah, I I mean, it's it's tough because again, I I, it's like he's so clearly in the wrong with that. I do think we don't fully get. We don't again. I don't. I don't think we fully get exactly what her idea of a perfect life is, and if it if it just involves him doing a job that he hates, then she has something to work work on too. Because it he can't be doing that. You know what I mean? Like yes and no. Like to to me, that wasn't so much an unanswered question. Maybe just because of uh, my background culture as a Korean American. Like there's a lot. There's often, and and my parents, I think, are very much like this. Of where you're kind of silly to be a dreamer and want to uh, mm-hmm. and want to reach for more that takes all this risk because now that you're married and you have family, there's obligations, there's responsibilities, there's putting a good face forward. Like a lot I've, and in my experience, I'm probably, I'm sure a lot of Koreans might come at me for this, but in my experience, that kind of supersedes everything. So mm-hmm. to me, I thought it was decently clear that all she wanted was like, we have a family now. Like we just need to make this marriage work. Got it. Um, we're not like, there, there's no, why do we need to dream big and take all these risks? Like living successfully, living a day-to-day life is enough, enough. is more than enough. And why isn't it for you? Because these are your kids just as much as they are mine. Mm-hmm. That's how I took it too. And I think that's where I had the difficulty. Cause I was like, again, we didn't see, we knew she was upset, but we didn't see the discussion of like, yo, I'm taking the kids and I'm leaving. So for me, it felt like she just told his nigga, Hey, I'm leaving. You need to come too. And I'm like, well, did we have a talk? Like, do we, can I fail for, I guess my thing sometimes is like coming from a certain area. I was like, again, like I didn't know a lot of people with money. So I could kind of understand him trying to get his stake like inland and like, let me fail first. Like my thing is like, just if we're going to leave, just let me, I can come. I thought he was going to say, I'll meet y'all there if this doesn't work. I was like, just let me, I started it. I bought us here. I done did all the le- work. I right. was so hard. He at one point, and I don't know if you guys ever had to dig holes she didn't or trust ditches. Him. And she said it. But I don't know if you ever physically had to like dig anything where like your arms don't move. Oh yeah. He just like can't lift like, his arms anymore because they're so yeah. in pain. Like right. I don't think, and it was yeah. hard for me because I'm like, you keep seeing these little things he does and he was being successful at it. And I'm like, he went through so much. And like, I was like, bruh, it felt like nobody was rocking with him. That's all I felt. Yeah. I felt like nobody gave a shit. For me, at this, at this point in the movie specifically, it was like, because That's I've heard Kat say this to me, um, but even even though not not about anything nearly as, uh, like so much is on the line, I think, for, for him in this movie. But like he was saying before, let me fail. But then at this point, it felt like he was like, I'm going to keep going and and... And I didn't have an understanding of, oh, yeah, and I yeah, felt yeah. like maybe the wife didn't have an understanding of what does failure look like? What point are you going to stop? Right. Are you about to drag us into the into the complete mud? And is that the failure point? Because our kid is sick, and you know, and I think at this point they didn't know yet. Grandma had had this, 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 the yeah. stroke, yeah, and yeah. it's like, and it's like we can't, you know, and they're already, they're already was, against the bank, right? They're already, yeah. they're already taking out so many right. loans and right. talking about taking right. more out, yeah, right. She, yeah, and honestly, I feel like she didn't trust them because he wasn't being honest with her. Like he kept hiding stuff. Like yeah. he wasn't. I do think a it would have been a farm, uh, yeah. And to be and like you know like uh, like for on his side, I'm sure he's thinking, well, yeah, but I can tell you this stuff, and then you're just going to use that as a as the reason why I shouldn't be doing this or pursuing this, and why we should leave, which is probably true. She probably would have done that, but it still is kind of it's still unfair to not even give her the option to do that. You like he was just like hiding it from her, and then she was like, he thinks I'm stupid. Like I don't 
know right. that he's using mm-hmm. <laughs> like he, that he ran out of this other well and he's you he like has we have no money to pay for water now like um and yeah and he knew he was fit like that's why he was so sensitive when the guy was like oh like i can pray for your crops and he was like why there's no need and it's like i'm not failing okay, yeah right all right dude yeah <laughs> i mean we we skipped like, over it over. Ch- chill no what? but we skipped over it too it's like when the grandma the scene right before the grandma has a stroke when when everyone's scared for, for david and then he hears his mom um he overhears what is it he's over here his parents I forgot who he overhears, but like he starts thinking like he starts thinking he's going to die or whatever. And the grandma and him are talking at night and he's like, I don't want to die. And then she, he goes and lays with her and then he goes, who dare? And she's like talking to like, I don't oh, know. Yeah. It was just, it was so that. fucking man. Oh, that was, it was like, who, di- who no, was dare so try- make him scared that he's going to die? And she kept saying it and it was like she was fighting for him. And then like the moment he woke up and it was Pete, I was like, it wasn't him. I was like, oh yeah. no. I was like, you're, we got baited. I was like, oh, no. That she, was so great. Like, the it was fact so that great. The, the fact that, like, he wets the bed and, like, broken penis and, like, and then Mountain Dew, he pees into the Mountain Dew and she drinks his pee and, like, all of this is going on ju- just for, it's all build up for he didn't wet the bed. His grandma had a stroke. Like, that was so amazing. That's what I'm saying, know, man. This script yeah. is brilliant. This script <laughs> is like, I was like, what? It's so rare that you have a script that like so perfectly puts all the pieces together and they Agree. all like pay, add up and pay off, but don't off. feel like, like they Intentional, don't. Intentional like, like pieces yeah. or, Yeah. No, right. I totally agree. It, like, yeah, she's the only one like who believes in him that he's strong enough. Oh, and then he's yes. like saying that he's like, I said this, I have to say this prayer that I'm going to see heaven and I don't want to. And she's like, I'm not going to let you, like, I'm not going to let them take you. And then she wakes up the next morning and she's, she kind of like takes death from him by like getting yes. sick herself, yeah, right? Because she gets the like. stroke and you're like, no. Uh, yeah. That's what it and felt then, like, man. She took it. From and then him. when he runs at the end towards her. Yes. Full speed. To stop her because. Uh, full speed. Full speed. I was like, oh. I know oh, it, it was crazy because the whole time Rachel was like, don't leave her home. Don't leave her home. Yeah, I, I know. know. Same, of course. When she, started, when she started going outside, I was like, oh, oh what nah. are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, though? But you know Grandma, what? Grandma, don't help. She said, don't help. But it's so real because I, like, after they had this discussion, you know, we were like, that grandma really did come to fix this family because if she wouldn't have set that fire, they were leaving. You know what I mean? Like, that fire helped them stay together. You know what I'm saying? literally burning it down and starting over changed everything. You know what I mean? Like, let me, then let me say this very specific point that in a way, I think when I was talking to my mom about it, I, she's like, I think you're putting too much into it, but literally it is very beautiful. So throughout the whole film in Korean, they actually call each other. So there's a term yobo, which means like spouse, but it's kind of like endearing. And that's what a white, a man and a wife, a husband and a wife call each other. Um, but you need to, have a bit of comfort and familiarity to do it. So often in new marriages, you don't, they don't call each other that yet because they don't feel that comfortable and that like lovey-dovey enough to do that. So they, their kids are what, like eight and six or 10 and eight? Like they, they've been together for a long time. They don't call each other Yobo. They call each other, so the girl's name is Anne, but I guess her Korean name is also Jiyoung. They call each other Jiyoung's mom, Jiyoung's dad. Like it's a much more like separated 
uh, term oh. that they refer to each other, which I thought was very indicative of what that marriage was. That very, mm-hmm. the marriage is not very good, not very stable, very distant, right? They don't share anything with each other. The only time and the first time they call each other Yobo is in that fire. In the fire. When they both run oh, into wow. each other. They run in the yeah. fire and you're they're going to die. There's no way you're reading into that. That's, no. that's, wow. that's amazing. No, that's and beautiful. like, I didn't catch that, but I thought that that, everything that happened, all of the steps of the fire were amazing because he runs in, right? Then she goes in and starts doing it too. And it's like, you hate this bar. You hate right? it. No. Then, then, then when he can't see her and the fire's gotten oh, too no. crazy, he's, he's screaming, he's screaming, I guess what the subtitles were was honey, but like right. he just keeps screaming that over and over to find. He's like, no, this is the most important thing. Me, Yo. You know, and then uh, I thought that was I, I thought, thought that was beautiful. If she was going to die in that fire, I was like, I honestly, I I couldn't handle this movie. I was like, Yo, find her, bruh. But like, because she wasn't saying anything, but I, like, legitimately, fi- I, I was like, find her. It wasn't even like a yell. Was like, you need to find her. I don't know what the fuck you got to do. She don't like this farm. She's trying to save your fucking crops. Rachel's next to me, like, why is she saving the crops? I was like, cause she care. Find her. Yeah, She's back. I was like, yeah. she's back. <laughs> we, we, we figured the shit out. She's back on board. He's <laughs> like, because again, like to me, it's like, it is that thing that's so subtle. I think you're in relationships where it's like, where is that balance of like, like Brilla kept saying it, like, where's the middle ground? Right? You know what I'm saying? It's like, at the end of the day, she did not fuck with this farm, but the farm was so important. She saw how much he was willing to whisk for it, but also was like, I can't watch all of his dreams go up in smoke. Like literally I'm watching yeah. everything go up in smoke. The grandma is now sad and like gone. Like it's so much happening in this. Oh my God. The kids are chasing the and grandma. Like you just want, you do in a little bit. You do, like, I did want him to succeed too. And he finally made that sale. And I actually was happy for him too. And then you see the grandma, like with her stroke, like trying to burn the garbage. And you're just like, no, this is bad. Oh, no. This is bad. And then it is bad. And you're like, why? Also, I can't believe. That they just burned this garbage, by the way. <laughs> so my grandmother did that. And Rachel was like, why would you do that? And I was like, yo, they don't have dump truck. Like, they don't have dump trucks. Like, you where would, would you Where would you take it otherwise? Yeah, yeah, so we used to go. She had, it was far away, but you would go. The whole ground around it was just tarred black. And the thing is that you would be scared if you had to put glass in it because glass would pop. So if it was glass in the back, you put the glass in or whatever, and then you would run. You would try to run as far, and then you would watch it from a distance because you would hear like, the pops and crackle. Guys, shit is crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. That is crazy. Man, what's going on? And also, Ozark. you knew they, um, they did it three times, so you knew at some point something was going to happen with this fire. You know, I was like, something's yeah. going to yeah. yeah. Um, um, man. Yeah, man. I mean, is there anything I could... Man, this movie yeah, was well, so just, good. All that's left is the Minari that she... Well, yes. then, so then, right, it comes back <laughs> and... Um, they're finally sleeping as a family on the floor for the first time. And then the grandma's right. just like watching over, like it pans to the grandma and she's watching over them because like uh, she has come and she has brought them together um, in the crazy kooky way that she is and what she did with the fire and everything. But like it took that crazy, crazy yeah. pivotal moment for it to all like, right, to to release all the anger and all the prejudices that they had against each other and make them a family. I yeah. love and this. And the dad and the son are picking Minari. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, okay, so I have beautiful. to say, though, the one big thing I had one big thing and one minor thing that I didn't like about the film and the one that, that, that I didn't buy into is that at that pivotal scene after the grocery store where he makes the sale finally and he's so happy and she's like, what the hell is wrong with you? And they kind of decide that they're going to separate. I would love to hear other people's like Korean Americans perspective, but I didn't believe that at all because 
to a fault, and I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm really not. Mm-hmm. Koreans don't. You don't divorce. You don't leave. It, it doesn't matter how mm. bad it is. You you don't. You don't. It just it looks so bad, and it's so frowned upon in the culture. You don't. So I wonder. I'd, I'd be interested in hearing because I know a lot of the movie is from the director's childhood. I wonder mm-hmm. if that actually happened with his parents. I would love to hear if that was uh. true, or if it was just more so. I understand, like on a literary a journey that that's right. where it would go because the marriage is failing so hard that like, where else can right. you go? I get that too. But being Korean American, I was like, that wouldn't happen in a Korean family. It's, it's funny. Wouldn't. It's funny you said that. Cause I was thinking if this was like, like my grandmother's generation, I don't, I think they would have left. Like, I know she left my grandfather who I never met, but like they never got a divorce. It was like, mm. it, so it's like, it was so messy, which I mean, nowadays, like people get divorces, but like, I think you're right. Like it's, it was so frowned upon that like, you know, if the husband's cheating, if, you know, you got to have kids with someone else. It's like, you would just leave. And you leave and wait for one of them to die, technically. Yeah, I wonder if they would, but I, I don't know. I will say this, just one one small thing to Hollywood, because I don't want to harp on it. I feel like I've said it. I think Hollywood should, like, treat actors of color like they treat white actors. And by that, I mean, if this movie would have been about, like, a white family, if this was, like, Francis McDormand's movie, we would hear about all the big movies lined up for the rest of this cast. We'd have heard about the movie that like the daughter got. We'd have heard about the grandma's new movie. The movie, the movie technically premiered at South by Southwest, I think, or Sundance last Sundance, 2020, yeah. January of 2020. So people have known about it. The people who cast movies have known about it. Like this director should have had his next movie lined up. And I've been checking this whole podcast to see what everybody has to do. I mean, Steven's good, but I think Steven was fine before this. I mean, to an extent. Yeah. The lineup is not really there. And the thing is, that is the thing that's starting to bother me because we've done this with movies where it's like black kids and it's like this black kid don't get the same thing these white kids get and i'm looking yeah. and this mom is not getting her due deserve i don't it hasn't happened yet um so i'm just she saying phenomenal i agree so i'm just saying it, it i understand and i love that you know people of color will always make movies for other people of color to to star in but also it's a thing of like yo these gatekeepers are still white for the most part until someone breaks through and it's like yo if people do the work to break through yo give them their roses yo like get you get there are so many blonde white women who get on that you can give other people a shot, yo. Like it's a new blonde white woman every year, literally every year. And what more do they have to do? Right, they're they're already proven how phenomenal they are at this and talented. Like what else can they do? Right, nothing. They he made it. He wrote it himself. He cast it. Literally at every step of the way, this man has like had obstacles put in front of him. Literally award shows being like, ah, you can't get nominated for this. We are nominated you for this. Like he's done the thing. The actors have done a thing. I had to watch Stephen Ying like reenact a moment from a comic book that I think is so visceral that it made me stop watching a TV show. <laughs> you know what I Why mean? Why are you bringing this up? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was <laughs> so hard. You're me think about this. They did not. Today. Anyway. Anyway, that's all I'm saying about Hollywood. Get your shit together again. <laughs> <laughs> and my tiny little thing was, I, I, I mean, there's not enough time and I get it, but I, I very much love the, do- the little daughter and I wish that we got a little oh, more of her perspective yes. too. That's all. Yeah, she was so good. Yeah. I fully agree. Um, while, while I was watching the movie, the thing that kept coming up for me was like, because it's like a really like wonderful, like sweet, heartbreaking story. But like whenever something like happens, that's like beautiful. But like there was something like maybe there's some damage behind it. I keep thinking about like the collateral beauty, you know? Wait, what, you know what I'm saying? There's like collateral, <laughs> collateral, collateral beauty. beauty. Are you talking and, about Will you know, Smith's when the, when movie? When the farm burns up, that's the collateral beauty. You know, John, in Have this. Y'all seen no, James, beauty? no. 
James, no. It's collateral beauty. James, no. We have a, a guest, James, hmm? John, in this. Don't, no, nope, don't look <laughs> at him. I feel like you're looking at him in the Zoom. Have you seen? <laughs> I am. Have you all Braylock, seen collateral this, beauty? It, James. Yes, I've seen it. How do we, is it, can we mute other is people? Is it good? <laughs> is that a thing you can do on a Zoom? Y'all not right. answering my question. It's collateral beauty. No, good? leave us alone. It's, it's fine. It's fine. John. It's a nice little Christmas movie. Stop encouraging okay. him. When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons toward your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Because shopping at Kroger, whether in-store or online, is easy. And saving money is even easier with the Kroger app. So get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week, we had a very special guest, Hiss Golden Messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash office hours live. <laughs> it's time for the cause. We rate and review films not based on how much we like them. We actually review them based on if they help the cause more leading uh, actors of color in Hollywood. So if we think a film fully helped that cause, we give it a black fist, James. If we feel like it somewhat helped the cause, we give it a white palm. If we feel like it didn't help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. Okay, on the count of three, we're going to... On the, on the count of three, I said, is, is when we're going to lift up and you only can do one. our ratings. <laughs> you don't no get one can right. see this. this one, is just know. two... <laughs> Three. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this, I mean, everyone was phenomenal. How can yes. you even argue? Like, they're yeah. all so good and so talented. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is also, it's nominated for six Academy Awards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, and, so was uh, Green Book. How many did Green Book have? Uh, don't do this. <laughs> hey, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't bring that up. I'm saying, because Bray was like, well, obviously because of that, that nomination. Well, but you know what? The nominations don't always yes, be Yes, but Green Book starred a white person. That didn't, Maybe I'm in the, the minority. But it's what. Did you really take his bit? Did you just, <laughs> did you just really just take his bit? And it all came back. Yes. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. I, I mean, I don't uh, know. Not as well as Minari does. I didn't get to say that, just on a side note, um, as a Korean-American growing up in America, I love, like, just the environment and the set, like not that I grew up in rural Arkansas, but like just the rice cooker in from the eighties. I had that just the soy sauce bottles out on the counter and the right. way she served the food and the family didn't necessarily, like you saw on a normal day, the family didn't eat together. Like that's a very white American concept. Like that's not something that at least in my family being like, didn't have a lot of money and like just not having the time or the luxury or privilege to set aside time where everyone, because you just ate because you were hungry and like you had to eat and you've had a full day and you've got to go along. So like at one point you see Steven just eating dinner by himself where the mom's cooking and the kids are just kind of off because they've probably already eaten. And just like, yeah, just the sleeping on the ground with the pads and, and like like the, the sleeping pads that they had and just right. the um, old fashioned Korean blankets and like just a little bit of decor. It, it very much took me back to my childhood. So I uh, it oh. was very nostalgic for me in that sense, for sure. And they really nailed all of those details. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm I was truly blown away by it. There, I have it was 
it was so enjoyable for me. And like, I was just like, yeah, like it really hit, hit home on everything. And it was just like a beautiful, uh, human experience <laughs> that we were watching yeah. unfold. I literally, I think a thing I said to myself while I was watching this movie was like, we're all broken people <laughs> just yeah. trying to figure it out. <laughs> I was like, we're all just trying to figure it out. We yeah. don't know. That's totally. We don't know. <laughs> uh, it was it was so good. Um, Emery, thank you so much. Yes. Oh, yes. thanks for thank having you. me. Thanks yes. for making Having me on. watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. That's what we're here I know. for. I'm glad we made you watch the movie. Yeah, um, me too. Like, genuinely, me too. <laughs> can people um, find you on social media? Is there anything you'd like to uh, highlight or, or Yeah, uh, social media is at Anne Marie, U-A-N-N-M-A-R-E on whatever social media you want to. It's the same handle. Um, I do stuff with the comedy stuff with the squirrel here and there. I am in a play oh, yeah. reading and there's a virtual show, I think, on April 13th. Um I don't have a link for it yet, but I'll put it on my social media when I do. Okay, great. Otherwise, yeah, just <laughs> surviving in New York yeah. in the pandemic. All right. Yep. Uh, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, guys, check that out. Um, you can follow us at Blackman Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website where you find links to our merch. We got t-shirts and iPhone cases and uh, pillows, things like that. We also have a defunct uh, Patreon, to be honest. We get more money from the Patreon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess we gotta guess we gotta uh, get that back going, like James uh, said. <laughs> yeah, because we gotta do Lovecraft Country. You ain't got no time, James. Do Stop it. with the soldier. Yeah, if you want us to do uh, all those know. things, James is talking about is just tweet at us. Um, <laughs> you can follow me at John Braylock, JohnBraylock.com. You can follow and, me at James Third Comedy. Third is three on D. Why are you whatever? You can follow me on Twitter <laughs> at Gerard Milligan. Uh, oh, and if you rate and review us, give us five stars. We'll re- uh, read your review on the air. This one is coming directly for Gerard. It is eight a- uh. listener <laughs> coming to America. I wonder if Gerard would have had such intense dislike for CTA had he gotten the part he auditioned for. Hmm. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Honestly, I saw that earlier. Honestly, I, honestly, that's so real. That be that would be the Force Awakens. I would lie about that until years down the line, where I'm like, "Hey, you know how I really feel?" Because <laughs> you can't. Like, I feel like only only time uh, actors talk about a project they really didn't like is when it's so far mm-hmm. gone that they're like, "Hey, man, I ain't gonna lie to you. That joint was trash." It has it to be at least five liters, if not ten. It really should oh, be yeah. ten. Yeah, it would be like <laughs> trash. Oh, Bro, hold on. I just have a uh, question. Is their name? Is their handle Akron Listener? A K R Yeah. O N. Okay, Akron Stand Up. <laughs> that explains. <laughs> that explains why that. James, um, message did such you a write this message. review? <laughs> it was me. <laughs> it was me. Uh, all right, and thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. So fun. Thank see you. you. Yeah. See you next week. Peace. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Produced by Melissa D. Bonds. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. 
Credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.